Hey, you guys, and welcome to the Steel Wars Hyper Chat. It is the 14th of December, 2020. Hope everything is uh, fighting you well on this day. Sorry, my... um, I've got technical problems because... I have got the show starting in my ears. I'm out of, I'm going insane officially now. Where is it coming from? Ah. Oh my God. I had the video playing on my phone because I was met, talked in the chat before. And I was going through all my windows looking for where the other window is. Oh, guys, let's throw it up. That is not even a, te- a technical um, incident. Um, that was just pure stupidity. So, how you doing? Steel Wars Hyper Chat. What's going on? Glad to have everyone. This is a... Um, a Patreon all-access episode, so if you listen to this on the uh, iTunes feed, this is a bonus for the week, um, but you get them every day if you are part of the Steel Wars Patreon for $3 or up, or um, you can watch it live every day or on delay on YouTube, Periscope, and Facebook. Hey, everyone in the chat. Um, Everyone's being reasonably nice. The call came from inside the house. Very good, Michael. No, I uh, appreciate that. Let's go to this little zinger um, that uh, I posted up before. One of my favourite scenes in in The Believer. I'm now a believer in The Believer, if you've been following. I uh, First viewing, it, uh, it didn't hit me. Second viewing, oh, my God, classy stuff. So uh, this is a frame grab I used for the roundtable. And that's what now comes up when you Google search satisfying. Ah, yes. Ah, yes. He really deserved it. Um, We are going to talk a bit about the announced shows on the Disney Investor Day and also talk about the leaks of what the footage was that was released um, to the big-time investors. Hey, we're all really excited about this Disney Investor Day, all the announcements. But let me ask you this, chat, if that is your real name. How many went out and bought shares? That's what it's all about. Who went out there and got themselves some shares? That's what Bobby was trying to do. Move some shares. So in the chat, did anyone buy shares in um, the last couple of days? Jason Buno says Bill Burr's acting was awesome during that scene. Bill Burr, got to be top five acting performances in Star Wars. Some I can't remember who it was on Twitter. I was arguing it wasn't even in the top 20 and put like Harrison Ford in the original trilogy as a better performance. Come on. Come right on. Was that, 
I don't know. Was it Sam that posted up that? Uh, was it you, Sam, that posted up that list? You're killing me. Um, Ledra says, did I get shares still? No, I didn't. I did not. I don't have uh, share budget. Sorry. Um, Kevin Cole would like to buy shares in Bill Burr. I don't think he's selling them. I don't think he's selling them. Braxton says it wasn't top five. How dare you? Jason Buno brought chairs, bought Disney chairs after that. Um, Drew H says no shares. I just bought a Mandalorian T-shirt. Well, that's a less, less profitable way to uh, invest in Disney. But if you want a Mandalorian T-shirt or one that's inspired, we've got the GFC, the Gamorian uh, Fighting Championships T-shirt. That's up. Um, and the link is below. Sizzle Dizzle says, Steel, can you get us a breakdown of Bill's thinking the next time you see him at a party? Buddy, I'm all over it. I'm whipping straight over there. Um, I'm going to do it. So uh, let's look at these uh, investor announcements and then we'll go into the deleted. We'll do the Obi-Wan first. What Catherine... um, Kathleen, sorry, Catherine, um, said about Obi-Wan, and then we've got a report on what was shown. Uh, Make sure we share audio. Bang. Let's go. Let me know if you're hearing this. Last August at the D23 Expo in Anaheim, we announced the return of Ewan McGregor in the iconic role of Jedi Master Obi-Wan Kenobi for a special event series on Disney+. Obi-Wan Kenobi begins 10 years after the dramatic events of Revenge of the Sith, where he faced his greatest defeat, the downfall and corruption of his best friend and Jedi apprentice, Anakin Skywalker turned evil Sith Lord, Darth Vader. Our fans will be thrilled that Hayden Christensen will be in the role of Darth Vader. This will be the rematch of the century. All right. The rematch of the century. We've got to talk about this as we go along. Um... When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There is another report about... Okay, well, I'll leave very much of the century thing there because it is talked about in the deleted things. So I'll, I'll keep going. I'll keep going. My apologies, but it does. I've I've had to do a uh, a lot of soul searching about this rematch of the century um, business. Whew, a lot of soul searching. The series is directed by Deborah Chow. Coming yes, the great work she did with us as a director on season one of The Mandalorian. Production will begin in March of next year. Here's an early look at Obi-Wan Kenobi. Ah, I just have to say, someone pointed this out on Twitter. If you didn't notice this. Um, right. the, 
in the iconic role of Jedi Master Obi-Wan Kenobi for a special event series on Disney. All right, I may have rewound too far. Obi-Wan Kenobi begins 10 years after the dramatic of Revenge of the Sith, where he faced his greatest defeat, the downfall and corruption right. of his best friend. Definitely, this is like trying to rewind to where we were, me and Jackie. Board. Darth Vader. When she falls asleep the next day, it's terrible. Alright. We are thrilled, so I'm listening to it twice. Alright? This will be the rematch of the century. Right. The series is directed by Deborah Chow, coming off the great work she did with us uh, as a director. I rewind this way too much. I've heard rematch of the century twice. Production will begin in March of next year. Here's uh, so this is what I wanted to show you. After all that, the Sands are forming the little logo An here. Look at and then you see the little eye in Kenobi. Lightsaber. Wait there. I'll take down the little branding thing so you can see this better. Lightsaber. I'll pop it up bigger. Can you make that out? I hope you can. But um, so that's pretty cool. That's just a little thing. All right, let's get going. One Kenobi. All right. So then. During our first year on. Oh, they edited that, that whole thing out. Ah. Oh, this is a new version. Because then they had like, you, you just have to watch that play button and do like very frustratingly basic st- trivia. Um, but we have got a breakdown of what is in the um, Investor Day first official look um this is from comicbook.com and okay lucasfilm president and producer kathleen kennedy confirmed the limited series takes place a decade after the events of star wars episode three revenge of the sith where Kenobi and the fallen Anakin Skywalker Christensen have a heated battle on the planet of Mustafa. In Obi-Wan Kenobi, the friends turned enemies will have the rematch of the century ahead of their final battle in Star Wars A New Hope. There's a hunger for this character to come back, McGregor said in footage screened exclusively for investors during Thursday's presentation. The fans are beating waiting long enough you know. Do you know? I think you know. Um, added Chow, this is quite a dark time that we're coming into with him. Just being a Jedi, it's not safe. There's Jedi hunters out there. Concept art shows a Jedi lightsaber uh, sorry, concept art shows a Jedi lightsaber blade ignited, defending a trio of younglings as the newly anointed Darth Vader marches on the, the Jedi Temple with a legion of clone troopers. So that sounds like Revenge of the Sith. Um, he has one task left, McGregor said of his exiled Jedi, which is to keep Luke safe. More concept art shows a stingray-like creature floating above slave workers, tolling away in the barren, sandy landscape of Tatooine which sounds peculiar because we've never seen um, stingray-like floating creatures on Tatooine before. So this could be a thing where it's been misinterpreted as Tatooine and it's another planet. Who knows? But McGregor does say, we start on Tatooine and go on a rollicking adventure 
McGregor teased over a glimpse at a watery planet where armed soldiers fire upon a many-armed sea creature. Hmm. We couldn't tell the story of Obi-Wan Kenobi without addressing Anakin or Vader, Chow added over an image of the armoured Vader seated on a throne as he communicates with a hologram, possibly his master, the reigning emperor of the Galactic Empire. The most beautiful thing of all of this, that it's brought me back together with Hayden, a giddy McGregor said. It'll be amazing to bring those characters back together very unexpectedly. Hmm. Here's where we have to put on our, if they do it right, caps. Chow confirmed that audiences will definitely see Obi-Wan and Darth Vader get into it again. And I know there's probably some people watching that are like, yes, but I need a hug from Robbo about that one. Um, as we, oh, so as she says this, we see the blue blade of a hooded Obi-Wan clash with the fiery red blade of Darth Vader. Hmm. But what error is that? Evoking imagery of their previous encounter in Revenge of the Sith. Having another swing at each other might be quite satisfying for everybody, McGregor teased. We hope that you enjoy it as much as we're going to enjoy making it. Hmm. So, listen. The last thing I want is for Darth Vader to face everyone, Kenobi. I know if you want to misconstrued the dialogue from, um, or take it a different way in A New Hope, um, you know, like, Obi-Wan once thought as you do, you know, was that another meeting? Um, You can do it. But for me, like the original intent of George Lucas was they last saw each other on Mustafar. However, I need to put on my Darth Maul spider leg logics here. And I might not like the concept, but the story could lead to some some cool stuff. Um, the interesting thing is that they keep referring to Hayden coming back as Darth Vader and not as um, Anakin Skywalker. I want to make sure that that is right. Let's bring back the bit... I'm just framing through this. Oh, you not the bad batch. All right. Uh, bang. Let's. Okay. This is directed by Deborah Chow, coming off the great work she did with us 
as a director on season one of The Mandalorian. Production will begin in March of next year. Here's an early look at Obi-Wan Kenobi. Oh, wait. Did I just... Oh, damn you. Gregor in the iconic role of Jedi Master Obi-Wan Kenobi for a special event series on Disney+. Plus. Obi-Wan Kenobi begins 10 years after the dramatic events of Revenge of the Sith, where he faces oh. his greatest defeat, the downfall and corruption of his best friend and Jedi apprentice, Anakin Skywalker, Darth Vader. Drop the announcement. Okay. Our fans will be thrilled that Hayden Christensen will be returning in the role of Darth Vader. In Darth Vader. This will be the rematch of the century. As Darth Vader. I'm wondering, are we going to get him in the suit as Darth Vader? And then maybe have him, like, are we going to get flashbacks? Is this how it's going to get done? Um, A younger Obi-Wan and Anakin? Wait, he has to be Anakin Skywalker or be maskless in some of it. Like, you don't just get him back and then put him in the suit. We need some FaceTime. So, but yeah, anyway, about the um, rematch of the century. Hey, if it is the rematch of the century, then um, hopefully it's it, it's really good. But, um, hmm, hmm. Still pretty dicey. Still pretty dicey. Um, the other... Um, Thing. So it was interesting we had, um, you know, so Darth Vader is definitely going to be in it, in the suit, if the concept art is to be believed. And who would not believe concept art? Come on. As Ralph McQuarrie has proved, all concept art becomes canon eventually. So Lydra says, I think there's flashbacks. Um... Smeezy says Hayden probably with bionic arms and feet and not yet in the Vader suit. Yeah, I don't know about that because like we see that happen at the end of Revenge of the Sith. So I don't really feel like we need that bit of time filled in. Um, Michael Nip says, speaking of Lucas, uh, speaking of is Lucas directing the final season finale of The Mandalorian? I would be very shocked. It like... If he did, it would be incredibly exciting and a beautiful bit of poetry. It's all connected. It rhymes, all that good stuff. But um, I would be shocked if they could keep that secret. So um, there you go. What is happening? Sam Carey. Is uh, dropped us a, a little chip in in the super chat. Thanks, mate. Keep up the great content, steal. Hashtag content. Um, Matt Anderson, thank you, Sam. Thank you very much, buddy. And I always appreciate you uh, interacting in the chat. Matt Anderson says, he says, when I left you, I was but a learner. I'm not sure if that if that is a for or against argument, Matt. Let me know. Um, Drew says, listen, Steel, I'm not a big fan of them fighting, but hopefully the fight will be cool. That's me as well. That's me as well. See, Dan Grievous, he just says, that concept art sounds so epic. 
So that is, um, he, he's amped about it. He's not as, um, you know, he's, he's maybe like a, a different generation of fan as, as myself. So he's not as um, regimented in my original trilogy canon. Like uh, like Jim Grote is, who says, hate this. This doesn't make sense. <laughs> Fair enough. But, um, oh, sizzle dizzle. 30 people haven't liked the video yet. Smash that like button. Help the algorithm. Come on, 30 people. Thank you, sizzle, for monitoring, like monitoring, like shaming other people. Sam Carey, he gets it. He respects the algorithm. Excellent. Um, yeah, go into it open-minded and, um, hopefully even though that divergence in the, uh, canon, maybe not to your taste, if they do it right, it could be sweet. It could be sweet. Um, Yeah, I don't know, Kevin. If, if I don't think Takia would be uh, doing this week's one. I don't know why they keep it secret. I don't even know if they are keeping it secret. Who knows? Is it just going to be um, Favreau again? I'll be up for it because that first one he did. Woo! Woo! Andre, I pointed this one out before. I'm not sure if you heard, but um, he says, Return of the Jedi Vader, Obi-Wan thought as you do. Smeezy says, disclaimer, I was forced to satisfy the algorithm. Come on, buddy. Help it out just out of the goodness of your heart. Um, Then we had the Lando. That was the other one that had... um, deleted footage or unshown footage and i'm not even sure why it was um kept hidden because it was just a montage of um shots of young and old so donald glover and billy d williams lando carizian um to set to some music so that to me would say we are getting the the much theorized double timeline Lando, hopefully. Um, I know in the image behind Kathleen, when she was talking about it, they had, or the slide, they had the the solo Falcon. Um, so there's that. And, you know, um, Donald Glover is definitely um, back for it. So will we get Billy D. Williams back as well? It would be sick. You know, and I know it's very young Indiana Jones Chronicles, but if it was that that Carizian Chronicles hologram thing, if it was Billy D doing that, and then it goes to Donald Glover on an adventure, whew, I'm up for it. I am up for that. Uh, what else do we have? Patty Jenkins. This is on Collider.com. Um... She's doing press for Wonder Woman 1984. Stephen Weintrup asked her, that's at Frosty on, on, uh, from Collider or at Collider Frosty, I think it is. Um, when asked who was writing the script for Rogue Squadron, the director demurred, teasing, I want him to have his proper announcement, so I'm going to wait until that comes out. 
but it does sound like they're fairly far along. She says, we're very far into, we're finishing the treatment, basically, which is pretty big. So it ends up being like, you're fairly close to a well-long screenplay by the time I'm done with the treatment in my process. So yeah, we've been working on it for a while. It's going great. I'm super excited about it. I'm super excited about the story. And uh, we played this on the show on Thursday. But um, she had that that clip with her rollerblading and then um, getting into the X-Wing that, that made me um, very excited about that tale. And I'm also happy that it seems to be a post-Rise of Skywalker timeline. Um, let's, let's see if we can get... Kathleen's quote up here. When did she talk about? Normally being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Talking about Cassian and Obi-Wan. I want to get the exact wording. Oh, here we go. Bang, Rogue Squadron. Oh, and I, I, I gotta I gotta show this clip as well. And then um because I, I haven't been talking enough about this um the the Watini. Um his Star Wars, because that's the one I'm most excited about. Uh, but let's hear what Kathleen says about... Century Studios on this coming-of-age adventure. All right. Star Wars theatrical slate is pushing forward into a new future era. All right, a new future era. I think that's a real-world reference. Not like a post... But wait, I'll, I'll see what else she says. As we announced recently... We're currently developing a brand new Star Wars feature with acclaimed filmmaker Academy Award winner Taika Waititi. Taika's approach to Star Wars will be fresh, unexpected, and unique. His enormous talent and sense of humor will ensure that audiences are in for an unforgettable ride. All right, so this crazy image. This is the project that I'm like, this is going to be nuts because I just want him to just shake up Star Wars in a crazy way, um, kind of like... Kind of like what he did in the Marvel Universe, which was just soup it up. Smeezy says, uh, yes, just real-world reference. How bad's the real world? Nothing worse than referencing that. Um, but this bizarre shape um, that I, I can't wait to see uh, transformed into a, a Funko Pop, a bit of it will go, which I, I, I believe is a very similar thing on the cover of Dawn of the Jedi. I am going to pull this up. Dawn of the Jedi. Um, 
Maybe it's up to another Jedi. What book is it? There was a book that um, had those bloody things on it. Oh, what were those books called? So I can look it up. Um, Braxton says, I hope this is really funny. So do I. I want excitement. I want craziness. I want gross, like gross aliens and, and, and bizarre stuff. The the logo, um, what? Birth of the Jedi? Dawn of the Jedi? No one's helping me out here. No one is helping me out. Um... But yeah, that logo. Oh man, I want to know. I, this is the thing. I love that he could take a serious thing like the Dawn of the Jedi and let just have fun with it. Um, Into the Void. Oh, okay. Here we go. So Tyson's gaming spot says it's Into the Void, Dawn of the Jedi. Okay, let's look this up. Into the. Void Dawn of the Jedi. Images. There we go. There's that crazy bloody shape. Let's get over there. Look at it. Thank you, Jason. Um, yeah, I guess it's not as smooth, but it could be interpretation. Oh, him doing, because Dawn of the Jedi is something that I would love to see, but I just feel like it's just people take it too seriously, like the fans. And so to have someone that's just going to like be totally like irreverent, it, it, it just very much excites me. Like people that the word law, when anyone uses the word law on Twitter, it's just, it, it just, it, it always sounds like they're taking it too seriously. Um, activity happening. Ah, oh, can, oh yeah, there's sirens. I, the sirens and that are just like white noise to me now in LA. So there is that. Flicking through. What else? Ah, and just before I, I, I will wrap up, please um, help out the algorithm if you are watching. Um, give us the, the thumbs up and uh, all that good stuff. If uh, you want to support the show um, and get all the content, there's over 700 podcast episodes um, that go directly to your podcast app of choice for just $3 a month. And you get bonus videos, um, regular bonus content throughout the month as well. And um, that would really help us along. If you want to do $5, you get a sticker pack in the first month. And if you want to do $10, you get a sticker pack and a T-shirt in the first month. And yes, Michael, I am above the law. That is very funny. That is very, very funny. So, um, and a shout out to everyone that's supporting the Patreon. Now, Patty Jenkins posted up this um, pic, or the video, sorry, with the rollerblading and all that stuff. And Michael Stackpile, who 
wrote the Rogue Squadron books and who I once saw at a convention just after the Phantom Menace, I think it was, in Australia and was such a delightful guest. Very funny dude. Um, He writes underneath the video, that is so bloody cool. Glad to know the person doing the Rogue Squadron movie feels the same about Pilots, Judy and Star Wars as I did when I was writing the novels and graphic novels. Can't wait. So cool. I like game-recognized game announcements. I like the mutual respect. Patty Jenkins retweeted that and said, I hope we make you proud. Thank you for your inspiring work. That's some cool stuff. That's some cool stuff. Uh, Sizzle Dizzle, what a dude. He says, become a patron and then adds straight up, best decision I made a few years ago and won't go back. Appreciate it, my dude. Appreciate it. Um, Sorry that we're running a bit late today, but I uh, had some work to do in the real world. Hey. It's finale week. Mando finale week. It's been a tough year. Without precedent, so I hear. So, celebrate the good times. Enjoy that um, this Friday, Pacific time at 12.01 a.m., Check your local guides. We're going to be watching what I think, and you probably think as well, will be a jaw-dropping, ground-breaking piece piece of uh, Star Wars content. Got a feeling we're going to be ending very, very low. I feel like... feel like this is uh these first three seasons are going to make a bit of a trilogy and um we're at empire strikes back the the conclusion if we get a happy ending hey i'm not going to argue but i feel like i i've I've got a grasp of the um the pacing of, of how they're doing this and the emotions they're playing with in the audience and i don't know if they're going to get him back I got a feeling we're going to see him and we're going to be shocked at his attitude. Or, on the flip side, Luke Skywalker comes and saves him. Either or. Either or. Um, I, I, I hope Luke, I, I do, like, it, it's such a pipe dream and I'm, I'm never going to be, like, bemoaning it if, if it never happens, but it would be cool. Uh, it doesn't have to happen now. But, um, and I want, Grogu to get home safe, but I would respect the dramatic choice if we were left on a shocking, disturbing cliffhanger. Get challenged a little bit. So, um, Sam Carey says Empire Strikes Back of Seasons. 
Tyson's gaming spot says 11 more people need to hit that like button. I'm not sure what that equals, but um, hey, you're one of 11 people. Hit that like button. Um, Braxton says there won't be a Jedi that saves the day. Sam Carey says ignite the green. James Waterman rightly says, I'm saying I can deal with Anakin Obi-Wan rematch if they give me Luke this week. I will make that deal as well. Here you go, Lucasfilm Company. Um, Shmeezy, season finale ends with Grogu becoming Gideon's Vader. Well, I'm predicting we will see. It will be a hope spot, as they say in professional wrestling. We will think that the good guys are going to see this through. Um, My prediction for how it will play out is that... Din throws the spear. It's going to get Gideon in the chest and Grogu uses the force or force lightning to divert the spear. And then we're left on a cliffhanger for a year. So um, we will see. But we um, are going to have a great time all week leading up to it. Um, I'm thinking that we will do a pre-show Thursday night because we're all just going to be like, ah, so we might as well do a show, um, have a chat, maybe take calls or something like that. But um, we'll, maybe we'll do a, a pre-finale stream. We'll definitely be doing a live stream after the finale, um, directly after on the hour, and then the big roundtable Saturday night. Um, and thank you to everyone that supported the roundtable. Uh, this episode, it is uh, tracking really well. And, um, man, we had fun. We had a lot of fun um, doing that one. So check out uh, the Believe uh, Mandalorian roundtable if you have not already. Guys, I'm pretty sure this episode's gone on long enough. So, may that force be with you. Respect the algorithm, you guys. Respect it. Click everything. You know what I'm saying? Click it. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.